whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. This is the science of progress. Yeah. I like it. I like that. That's how it went down. Smart. And then uh, for those of y'all at home that don't know, Alan helped me a lot in the early days of my podcast. I would would honestly say, looking back on it, I don't think this was conscious, but I think going on his podcast is what convinced me that I needed to just start my own podcast. I was happy that you you wanted to do one. I thought this was something that the area needed. Yeah. I think so, too. I think not just the area. I think – I just think, I think that we were talking about this beforehand, before the show started, we were talking about how, you know, so much of life right now, if you're, if you're a content creator like us, if you're mm-hmm. putting stuff on YouTube, putting stuff on for podcasts or whatever, it's all about just finding that niche. And I think that this is a under, in this point in our country, this is an underdeveloped niche. I think that what oh, yeah. the kind of content we're creating, um, even though it's a little all over the place, like a lot of podcasts can be, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that our content, especially when you get on our, our YouTube page, because it's, you know, it's podcast content. Then we got a vlog. Sometimes I'm, a lot of times I'm wearing a cowboy hat, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with it. Man. It's like an MMA, it, yeah. but we're also talking about like masculinity and like, sometimes it's just anything. Like it's just a lot of our content is just, and I'm with it too, but. But I mean, like what I was telling you is like, I feel like, you know, over the past 10, 20 episodes y'all have done just this show is y'all have really started like to hit your stride of like I appreciate that. this is what the Man Up podcast is. This yeah. is what we're talking about. Like right. there's it seems like there's a format. Yeah. Even though there's not. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah we I mean the script is I mean there's no script. Right. Right. We're just on here talking. And Our sometimes we may like no bounce format, like right? little yeah, bounce little things off of each other beforehand. Like, hey, this is something I'm into right now. Yeah. This is something I'm interested in. But I mean one thing that I learned early on is so, like, you are a good interviewer. You're good at interviewing people. You did a, When you interviewed me and when I've heard you interview, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts since then. When you interview people, you do a really good job of leading that conversation and making it feel like a, like a really authentic conversation and not just an interview. Yeah. And uh, what I learned, and I, I think I came into the podcast game a little cocky because I'd had public speaking training and I had done, I had been teaching and doing things for a long time in front of people and I've, I've spoken in front of you know, people before and whatever, and I'm. That's not the same skill. I'm not gonna say at all, but at all. How often do you practice for that, though? It's been a long time. Do you practice for yours? No, never. No. Uh, but the the number one rule of podcasting for anyone listening that may be interested or just in general, and you know this because you listen to podcast dead air. You do right. not want dead air, and yeah. like right. that was one thing that I really worked on as I was developing interviewing <clears throat> skills is. I don't have a list of questions that I'm going to ask these people. Really? It's whatever I get out of that question, that's how the conversation goes. And so I'm just hoping that they don't just, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Do you ever chase down rabbit holes like oh, we yeah. do? Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. my favorite part I th- about I feel like and that. that's, that's the sincerity of it. Yeah, like, I feel like there's no way around it if you're doing an honest podcast. Right. Like, that is the funnest part to me is just chasing that yeah. rabbit hole. Just let's go. Mm-hmm. Off we go. That's kind of what uh, this our whole show is. We should honestly rename it Rabbit Holes. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. That would be that'd be a good name. Yeah, rabbit holes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody out there, if you're looking for a new podcast name. I've oh. been thinking about adding because now I've got all this podcast equipment and we only do this show once a week. I've been thinking about adding a second podcast or like some different podcasts like uh-huh. to our channel. Um, you still use Red Circle? I am. Yeah. Did you get grandfathered in too? No. They get, 
I got the grandfather deal. What is that? Like I, you know, all the new services they kicked in about three or four months ago. They were like, yeah, Yeah. but I, it's free for me. Not me. I was OG. I would have, I would have stayed. I mean, mean, I've moved away a little bit from uh, the audio. Like we've been moving more into the YouTube space. It's a better place to be. You think so? I do. I mean, just think about like what YouTube is doing right now. They're promoting podcasts. And so lo and behold, just here, so happens. Here, here you are. Yeah, that's what I was telling Mo. I said that's one of the cool things about when it comes to content creation, this is another rule, is the rule is lean into whatever that platform is doing or whatever's new on that platform. Yeah. So if you're trying to, like Facebook just introduced Reels, right now the hottest place to be is Facebook Reels. That's right. Um, uh, same with Instagram, you know. Right. Um, and so whenever a platform introduces a new thing or they decide to decide to push a new thing, a lot of people have to switch the type of content. And I've had to do it, switch yeah. the type of content they create to meet the do platform. Think, do you think that Reels is Facebook and Instagram trying to compete with TikTok? Well, of course it is. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, and that's yeah. It. yeah, of course it is. And even YouTube has I mean, gone to shorts. Now it's shorts, and that's, that's another really – if you're doing YouTube, the key is a lot of shorts. That's right. A lot of shorts. Do lots of shorts, lots of shorts. Um, and that's another – you have to stay on people's minds. People yeah. will forget about you. Like what? you ha- – and – like Saturday at four, mm-hmm. you better do it because like I do a two episodes a week, Tuesday and Thursday. This week I didn't hit Thursday. Some people were, where's, yeah. where's the episode? Where's the show at? Where's oh, it at? Man. Absolutely, yeah. I f- the days that the days that, that we miss now, or if something comes up and we have to do Sunday, which does happen because I mean, in the fight in the fight, well in the fight game we do the show on Saturday, but in the fight game everything happens on Saturday. So I really appreciate that. Uh, fight Town's coming back, dude. That was one thing I really liked about Columbus when we were coming up, even though it was very DIY. Oh, the tough men. Yeah, but, yeah. like, now that you're really pushing, getting back into the trotter, because that is one thing that I really like about well, You know, Columbus. I'm not doing the tough man contest. That's not my show. I'm doing the RFC shows. That, I'm, that's they're still but, a trotter, but, yeah. Yeah, but just having shows, and that was one thing that was real unique about this town and, you know, the kind of the culture of this All area right. was, like, if you lived, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, well, Birmingham may not be the best idea, but like I don't think of fighting when I think of Birmingham. No. Right? I think music. You know? I don't yeah. think of Columbus when I think fighting either. But what do you think, Tupelo? Now for yeah, sure, Tupelo. Now Tupelo's the hot spot for fighting. Yeah, this, I didn't think much. Tuscaloosa when it was yeah. there. Either. It is a bottle opener though. Oh, nice! Party really? Trick. Yeah, party Pretty tricks. dope. Check those out. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, awesome. Tupelo. Tupelo. They kill the game with fighting, <laughs> and there's a lot. There's been a lot of good fighters that have been in that area recently. Columbus used to be more so, you know, you got Henry Armstrong that came out of here. Mm. You've got, which we've talked about before, I think, on here. But it's insane to me that that's not a big deal around here. And they keep stealing the sign. I don't know who keeps stealing the sign down there. But uh, what, a road or something? The Henry Armstrong sign, like commemorating okay. him. You know, Henry Armstrong lived and was born a stone's throw from where we sit, down on Wilkins Wise Road, about Three-Legged Lady Road. Right about Three-Legged Lady, that's about where he was from. And Henry Armstrong is one of the top five greatest boxers who ever lived. He's right up there with Ali. He's right up there with Sugar Ray. I mean, he was the first. He was the first. Uh, he was the first boxer to hold a title in two divisions simultaneously ever. Um, the reason why he's not a bigger name around here, I I feel like, and the, uh, so like the, if y'all understand like why Elvis and Muhammad Ali are such iconic figures, it's that they were the best in a time as, like, television took took over the sport. Like, Ali was, like, like when uh, Rocky Marciano fought, Rocky Marciano was one of the GOATs. But Rocky Marciano's fights weren't televised. They were on the radio. Mm. 
watching a, listening to a fight is not the same as watching a fight. You know, oh, while boxing right. was big, when oh, dude, I've heard these stories of these old timers. You know, now they're like you know late fifties, sixties, and they would be they have these memories of sitting out it, with with their buddy in the car listening to the fight. Yeah, you know, before it was a that big was a real TV, thing, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, the, and there was an art form behind calling those fights too. Like he right. hits him with the left. You gotta like, you gotta like give them the excitement. You have to be able there. to imagine what's going on too, though. Yeah. So if your imagination's bad. You're not really gonna get the full effect. Well, I, I of feel it, like right? imagination's good enough, though. Hey, I feel like that's the point. Do you think, like, with this generation, like, because we're so, you know, with, whether fed. it be video or spoon fed, do, you, do I think the imagination's not what we used to no. have? Absolute facts. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolute facts. I tell you another thing, man is. Uh, I live here, and I could get lost in Starkville. My sense of direction, because I came up, I oh, had GPSs growing that's up. That's real. Yeah. And because I'm so spoiled by the GPS, my sense of direction, my wife, my, you know, my wife's seven years older than I am. My wife is so much better at getting around than me. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Like, she is so much better at, like, knowing where we're at, especially in Starkville, because uh, I'm going to be honest with y'all, most of my time in Starkville was doing only one thing. Cotton. Yeah, or you know, I actually I wasn't a big Cotton District guy. I was a, uh, you know, like State Theater. Oh yeah, I was big State Theater. I love State Theater. I don't even know what that is. And I well, they don't even really do it anymore. Is that a thing? Oh, it's closed now, I believe. It's the oh, they got the Hobies upstairs, but that's not. Man, I went and watched the Cross Canadian Ragweed, dude. It was elbow to elbow in the State Theater. I'm talking about it's not a big hall, but they have a stage, and then it kind of drops down on the bottom, and it would probably hold like what 80 people, if you on at the, elbow to elbow. Where at? Yeah. Now? State Theater. Okay, where is it? Where is State Theater though? You know, right yeah. downtown. Right. You say it's right underneath Hobie's. Yeah. Okay, I know where. Yeah, it's you, at. you can still see. They still got the sign hung on Main Street. It's when State I think State Theater. Theater, I think the club downstairs and the bar upstairs. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking. about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were saying 80 people downstairs? Yeah. That's bigger than in that. that hall. It was. Oh, in the little hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, once you got on the dance floor, right? Because it opened up on the dance floor. Yeah. You had that little hall did, in the yeah. front. And then it opened up. So once you had the dance floor, it wasn't. But is that where the concert bad. was? Is that where they right. were playing? Yeah, but I'm telling you, it was packed. Yeah. And that was the I only like really. more than 80 people, man. If it you, probably if you was. The, if you packed the concert area, the, the dance floor, because I've been in there. We say 150? Than, maybe more? I think maybe more than that. Sap. If that dance floor was packed, the dance floor was probably. Dude, was, uh, you could not move around. 5,000 square feet. Okay. Well, How long ago was this? 5,000 square feet. Okay, this was. Ooh, was it's six, probably as 16, big as like from that pole to the to the to the. Almost from that pole to the wall up, up there, like the whole from from end to end, I think. Or maybe I was. I've only been that one time, and that is a lot more than I remember. Okay, I yeah. could be wrong. No, you probably. I could right. very well be wrong. It might not be. You that You had more experiences than I do. There, mm, I don't know. I mean, so it's slam packed, and you couldn't move in there. Mm-mm. Like, and I got there late, and uh, we were just right yeah. there. We were in there in the hall. We couldn't even get down to the floor. I bet you it's more people than you think it was, though. If you were if you were playing, probably you're like on the probably on couldn't the see everybody. Right? Yeah. It was it was it was more than eighty people. I guarantee it. Cause still impressive though. And then you go up the stairs, and still impressive. It makes it more impressive. I've never been in the building, so I don't know. You've never been in there with me? No. It was probably if I were going out like in Starkville, that was my. I don't think you and I ever went. Maybe we went to Cowbells one time. We've been to Cowbells together. I think so. That's it. Yeah. I can't remember going. I didn't like Cowbells that much though. I like State Theater. Did you ever mess with Big Kahuna's when it was here? Uh, oh uh, well. All right, so. Yes and no. You go ahead. You I, I went one time. I went one time. I was new to the area, and I didn't like. I didn't like it in there. Hey, why was it? Why is it so draggy on the on the frames, Mo? Is it is that live? Is it doing that live? 
buddy. I mean, all right. Uh, so I have a weird relationship with Bikunas. Technically, I was too young. Bikunas closed in like 2008, the same year I turned 18. Mm-hmm. And what I used to do when I was like 16 was I would, so like 2006, 2007, I would, um, on Friday and Saturday nights when I was bored or when I was on my way home when the bar was closing, um, or like if it was after 11, I would go to Big Kahuna's and I would just sit in the parking lot. and Or I would just sit at the front yeah, and talk to the bouncers and just wait for shit to pop off. Mm. Just watch the hey, shit. It was going to. Every night. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'll be honest with you, I've never, I've I've been around, I've been to bars, um, and clubs, you know, I'm not saying I'm the most well-traveled guy, but My I've been. My favorite the, bar here was the Elbow Room, that little dive bar. You're crazy, I really. Loved, I loved it there, dude. When when that the Harder, sense, when I the Harder Roads would put on an event, it was it was a real good place to do music. Okay, I always and, heard horror stories of that. Oh, place. there are horror what stories. Yeah, a dude got stabbed in there or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I know one no, guy got, dude got, shot. got shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got shot yeah. in there. I mean, that, that could happen anywhere. Right, and has. As far as I know, it's happened to every bar in Columbus, Mississippi. At one time or another, somebody's been shot. Happened at the Trotter. I mean. It's going to happen. Right. I mean, long enough time. In a town like this, in a long enough timeline. Well, all these effing idiots. Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to get shot. No offense, effing idiots. (laughs) Somebody's going to get killed. Bad. Uh, I I got confused, though. The Hunt Club was not what I was talking about. I mean. That was in Starville. I was thinking of the the Hunt Hunt Club. Club. That's what I was thinking. Which was kind of like Starville's I didn't like it. I did like Big Kahuna's. Okay. A little more chill, like. Well, yeah. I think that would be more your style. Like Hunting Club was a little more country. Yeah, it wouldn't. And then Kahuna's was more like you would hear what's on the wall there. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely it was. That was a lot of three six mafia, and right, which is a mistake. That's why there were so many fights. That's why yeah. it's the most violent. That's what I was about to say. I've been out to a lot of places. I've never been somewhere more violent than Big Kahuna's. I mean, you can't play. It was like gangster it, music. I mean, it was like it was like the fir- it was like the first that's half of Roadhouse. We I mean, yeah, that's a. It that's was a like, pretty. It was good, the first yeah. half of Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like you were guaranteed, you can't seven play gangster night. music in the club. But dude, at so, that time, I mean, you, specific y'all, songs. Y'all remember that is that is that was the best music of that. I'm just saying, like, there's certain songs oh, that's going to sure. trigger certain right, things. Right, but when you start si- when you start talking, would you beat them to the floor? Or somebody's going to will or or uh, you know put up your set. You look around the room if they ain't putting up their set, talk to them like this, y'all. Ain't shit, y'all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you're just like, bro, like they're gonna do what you're telling them to do. Crash the club. They're gonna be throwing, uh, there throwing was a gang song signs. Called tear the club up. <laughs> yeah, right. Up, right. Tear the club. Every yeah. song was talking was talking about like we're gonna beat the bouncer's ass and take the club over and you know, throw a chair. Right, like it's you the know? White House in yeah. two thousand and one or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I mean, wouldn't you say so? <laughs> yeah. It's essentially the same thing. 2001? Or 2021. I'm there we go. Bad. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> decades off, I saw man, a recent interview. Remember the podium guy? He's kind of iconic. He was like, had the podium and he was just like, yeah. <sighs> that guy. Of, and it was interesting hearing his story, like how he got wrapped up in it. Like, he didn't, he wasn't there, you know, to ride or do all that. He was just going where the people were. Okay. And then he looks over that podium he had. He said it was like right underneath a flight of stairs. And he said, I thought it would be funny. And he, well, you were right. Because oh, yeah. it, it's a meme. <laughs> For sure. I don't think I know what you're talking about. Podium guy? Podium, yeah, he was like, Pull up podium guy. Yeah, Mo. He's podium guy. The, he's, yeah. getting the, he's getting the frames oh. working. But uh, yeah, that cat. Uh, <clears throat> during the 
J6 stuff, uh, he was pictured in the rotunda, and he was holding, like, an official podium. Nice. And he was just, you know, just smiling and wave. Like, only two people I remember is Buffalo Head guy. Yeah. I remember and, him. And Podium I guy. I think he's still in prison. Oh, really? Yeah, but Podium guy's out. Like, <clears throat> dude, he had to pay uh, $100,000 lawyer Ooh, fees just to get crap. them to represent him. And then right now he's doing community service. He's from Florida, and he can't really – he's not really allowed to leave the state. Wow. Jeez. Like, he's got a lot – and that's going to be that way for, for his life, probably. Huh? And his wife is a doctor. And when all that information got doxxed about him, people that didn't even use her as a primary care physician was writing bad reviews and calling and trying to get his wife's job, you know, wow. get her fired. Wow. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild hearing his story. Crazy time to be alive. Yeah. Crazy time to be alive. Because well, we've I, learned, we've learned like how to bully people. Without actually, without in a in a how to bu- the 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 frame for bullying has changed. Like we've learned how to bully people online effectively as adults. Uh, now it's going to step further. Like let me screw up your entire life. Right, oh, yeah. right. That's what I mean. Like yeah, like we we live in a world that's like <clears throat> all about inclusion. As long as you are including the things they want you to include and if you're not that's it if you don't meet, meet that criteria oh well we're just gonna r- absolutely ruin your life well, i mean and it's gotten that way about every little thing now yep. and i think it happened around you know 2015 2016 especially like when donald trump got in the office like politics became pop culture like and it was more well, like it, it, was, it was a little a, bit before that but yeah, that's when it really took yeah off. i mean yeah. it would probably go back to maybe been on the way. You, I mean, you got yeah. Jesse Ventura. You've got yeah. that. You've got like Kane, who was recently like Arnold like Schwarzenegger. Or, or Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably yeah. the best example. But I mean, you could say Reagan. But like, I'm talking yeah. about it. Almost was like you know, this it finally is, made it to the biggest, this the biggest stage, the biggest stage, and this yeah. is bigger than like the NFL. Like it's a, it's a lot different than the Colts and the Patriots playing. Like oh, yeah. this is left versus right. And if you don't believe in the ideology, I believe. Screw you! I'm gonna make you lose your job. You're that's, not just wrong. You're yeah. evil. You're evil. Yeah. Right. You're not you're, just wrong. It's, it's not okay for us to just simply. So I pretty much have this. It used old, to be okay to disagree. Right. I've. I. I here's. Well, here's. Here's part of. And it. that's actually really good content to not agree. You know. Like absolutely. It's not and that's good, what it's become. Being agreeable is boring. I don't know if it's necessarily just that. Um, you know, we. I don't know if it's necessarily just that the media is trying to control us, or if they've just figured out. What type of content is going to make us absorb more content? Because the whole reason, everything that they're doing is to keep you on the platform. Yeah. Everything that they're doing is to run more ads to you. That's that's your purpose. Your purpose as a human to to the mainstream media is to advertise to. Um, you're a consumer, and so what they figured out was, well, hey, if we start 24-hour news stations, if we constantly pump out pump out news. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, we can keep a lot of these old people and stuff on, you know, watching the news. And then they started realizing, like, oh, reporting the news is not where the money's at. In the same way that MTV figured out yeah. that playing music wasn't where the money was yeah, at. Yeah, it became reality. Right. It was like, oh, we'll get these Sean Hannity's or we'll get these guys. I, I only know the Fox because I'm exposed to a lot more Fox news than, well, than anything else. Like, and just it's been funny, like, watching, like, CNN crumble. So they had uh, Jeffrey Tubin, that guy, like, over Zoom calls with his other employees who were female – he was just decided to just take his dick out and whack it right in front of them on Zoom. Oh wow! Lost his job, got hired back. Why did he do it, that? What was his reasoning? 
come on, man. Why do you think? He's I mean, like, right, I've always thought about these girls this way, and I'm about to just. It's, it's crazy. Just try it. Just try it. <laughs> just, sometimes you got to put your dick on the table. <laughs> That's the at the end of the day. I mean, sometimes why, 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 why do why do dudes send dick pics, right? Yeah, but I don't, I'm not just going to send it randomly. Like, you know, I'm going to wait and, and, for you to – I want to wear my hat, but I want to wear my headphones too. I don't want to wear these headphones. Hey, you, y'all talk. I'm going to go get my <laughs> other hat so I can wear headphones and wear a hat because my head's – I mean, Then you had like a, Brian Stelter lost his job. Jake Tapper lost his job. They tried launching CNN Plus, and it failed. Like, And then you have people like – just take it to the podcast level – uh, Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boren. Yeah, they just started Daily Wire Plus. They've got like hundreds of thousands of people. Why? I think people actually trust them, and like people are losing trust in like Fox, CNN, MSNBC. I mean, because like, uh, if you ever watch the news, I mean, all you see is like stupid shit now. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You want to yeah. know why that is? I'm gonna yeah, tell you exactly I'd love why to that know is. Why. Uh, well, there's a few reasons. Number one is the money. I think that's that's a big reason. Uh, two is probably control. I think there's – so the news is going to get stupider and politics is going to get stupider, and here's the reason why. Everything in politics, in my opinion, can be boiled down to two opposing worldviews. Yeah. The masculine versus the feminine worldview. Yeah. Um, most political parties have a mixture of those two worldviews in their politics. So the masculine worldview being – Ultimate capitalism, okay. Um, ultimate self-reliance, ultimate individual liberty, self-responsibility, right? Which that. is one of the reasons why America is different than the rest of the world is we were founded on more masculine worldviews. We were for, more we were formed around um, those things: individual liberty above all. Um, the good of the group does not supersede the liberty of the individual, which was a a down like a was a crazy world stance at that point. The flip side of that coin is the feminine worldview, and there's nothing wrong with the feminine worldview. That's the first thing that a lot of people want to like. Mm-hmm. The feminine worldview is necessary. You okay, to, you need both, right? So yeah. the feminine worldview is going to think more like um, less logical, but more communal. Mm-hmm. So the masculine worldview is okay. Everything's on me. I got to make this happen. I'm going to make the marketplace run. The feminine worldview is we're going to share. We're going to make sure that nobody's left behind. We're going to take care of each other. Both of those worldviews are necessary for a society to function properly. You have to have both. The problem happens, and even when you get down to like the beginning of civilization, the beginning of civilization really started when we started limiting masculine worldview. I think that this this caused a, a flip to switch in people's brains because think about, Early morality. Well, what is morality? Let's let's think about morality. Don't kill people. Don't take their stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. Okay. Well, when you get down to like, don't kill people. Don't take their stuff. That's limiting masculinity. Not lying is honestly more probably limiting femininity almost. Mm. You know. Um, so morality puts per constraints on extremes of the two worldviews. Um, but a lot of it was was constraints on the masculine worldview. Early morality, if you read the Bible, it's a lot of um, what is Jesus teaching? He's teaching a more feminine worldview at that time. He's teaching, hey, love your brother. Uh, don't leave people behind. Uh, take care of each other. Be communal. And that's because that's an important message for people to for people to have. Um, on the flip side of that. That's why it was so it was fairly radical. Right, exactly. He was, he was a fairly radical figure at that time. On the flip side of that, though, as you become more t- overly masculine, we see the drawbacks to that. 
But what we also see is the at the height of empires, those civilizations become more and more feminine. Mm -hmm. You look at the Greek, the Roman empires. It all goes the same way. Right. And so what ends up happening, in my opinion, is as feminine worldview goes too far, that is a sign of what I believe is as the feminine worldview overlaps the masculine worldview. Masculine worldview can be really toxic when when taken too far, but when flipped I think that becomes toxic too. And it, this only can happen in a world of abundance. This can only happen in a world where there's plenty for everybody and but, everybody can eat. But when you start spreading all that stuff around, it gets to a point to where people aren't producing. And once you spread everything. And that's feminine world you take it too far. Everything is, it's done. Right. And then that that's what creates the recycling of the civilization. As, yeah. as what what creates the, what makes the civilization crumble and have to rebuild. But that communal idea and like take care of each other, like, it fails because that's going to kill a lot of people. Right. That's because it's taken to an extreme. Mm -hmm. When you take it to an extreme, okay, like, is it wrong for me to give money to a homeless person I see on the street? No. And this is where, like, the libertarian ideology comes in. Okay, but is it wrong for me to hold a gun to Tyler's head and make him give somebody money on the street? Hell yeah, yeah, it is. That's the difference. Yeah. That's, that's really when communalism starts to go too far is when it starts to be enforced at the point of a gun. And there's really no way to pass a law that's not enforced at the point of a gun. Every law is enforced at the point of a gun. So before you start thinking about, okay, we need more laws on this or that, you just need to remember that every single law is enforced with threat of life. If you don't follow it, mm. you have to, you run the risk of being killed because if I pull you over for speeding and you're like, I'm not going to stop. Or I'm not going to comply. I don't comply with this law. He's going to call his buddies. They're going to be waiting it, on you down the road. The, exactly. The, the the escalation of force can very easily be led to you being shot. Very easily. If I don't want to pay my taxes, eventually they're going to come looking for me. They I'm not going with 87, you. 87,000 more IRS workers, too. Are they going to get everybody's taxes this year? Oh, yeah. Everybody's getting audited. I, I, Hope I, everybody's I, up to date on your books. I think is, I am. This is the joke. It's like, uh, you know, instead of a guardian angel, you, have, you, a, you have a personal IRS agent. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, just watching everything you do. Yep. I mean, what do you got to do to get that job, though? Because I'm trying to. Got to be an accountant, I think. I think an accounting degree. <clears throat> really? That's what you want to do? You see the wacky training nah, videos? Nah, but maybe I could land <laughs> Jake Reeves, right? We could work together. We wouldn't work together. You'd just be. We work together. Oh, I, you mean throw your little check cash behind the. Yeah, and then you might just do whatever the hell you want the rest of the year. Did you see right. the training video that got released for the IRS workers? No. Like, no. Dude, they've armed these guys. Yeah, and they're like, stop, stop. And they're. End of the gun. What? Yeah, it was like, and it's like a plumber who didn't fill out his taxes right. That was the example. Oh, he was no. Like, he's like, who are y'all? He's like, we're the IRS, and, uh, you know, you need to come with us. Like, And then they brandish a weapon, and he's like, man, screw this. Starts walking away, shoots the guy in the back. <laughs> no way. That's a <laughs> training video? video. I don't. I think it, no has, to, it has to be a spoof. That's right? got to be a spoof, gotta dude. Got to be. There's no Mr. way. Mr. Aldridge, you owe seventy three no cents way. in back taxes. <laughs> There's no way they pay up right get. now, or we will drop your ass. There's no <laughs> way they'd like that get that that Holy get going. Crap. But the point that I'm making is, um, the reason the news is going to get crazier is because as the feminine worldview takes hold, uh. Facts matter much less, and feelings matter more. That's that that is the feminine worldview. The feminine feminine worldview is, and to his extent, that's an important thing. If he is mentally handicapped, it would not be good for me to run up and go, "Ha ha, fucking retard." That'd be terrible. That would be that we we need we need a little bit. I don't give a fuck. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Put me in put me in podcast jail. Yes. Um. I, I mean, I did it, and I did thing? it. 
I did it as a quotation too, so like it wasn't me saying. I'm just messing with you, man. Um, But 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 and it's getting to a point now. Like think about this. Like it's hitting the schools. Like uh, you know, libs of TikTok. They have uh, all they do is reshare libs of TikTok. Yeah. Okay. You you familiar with this? I think so. Okay, so maybe you can follow it on most social media, but it's prominent on Twitter. But all they do is reshare videos of these teachers on. They're talking about their. Uh, sexuality and how they're transing kids, and all that lives in TikTok does is screen record that and then post it and you know quick synopsis of what the video is. They started calling them groomers. That's the new word on the internet that you're not supposed to say. What's going Remember, on? I said I'd do it. I didn't do it. Oh, what happened? Do it. Twenty-eight minutes in, I lied. Oh uh-huh, yeah. Shout was, out Chad Burns. He was supposed to shout out Chad Sorry, Burns man. first five minutes. It was like a I'm bit. about thirty minutes behind. I didn't. I didn't remember what it was either. Okay, it's all good, Sorry. dude. Shout out to you, we brother. We just broke the dead air. The dead air rule too. There, Alan was talking and we got wrapped up in a. That was I terrible. That terrible was interviewer was, skills I mean, on I, our part. Anyway, they're calling them groomers. Talking about the teachers. In. Yeah, yeah. And so that world is that word is now officially banned. On the internet, you're you're not supposed rumors, to, and it goes to like these. But that's a real like pedophilia yeah, like, like that's term. exactly it. And that, awesome they're not called, dog. It's not pedophiles no more. They're called maps, minor attracted person. Yeah, but they're I feel trying like, to normalize like this, this is, shit. Dude. This is st- way left. This has got this is like way left wing. This is like I feel like us talking about this. It's got to be. I don't know. I don't know if this is true. And what I'm about to say, but it's it feels like it's got to be like. You know when when people on the left are talking about people on the right, like they're they're loading up their guns and they're gonna c- kill yeah, everybody. It's, and it's and hyperbole. It's, yeah, it's, it's very like, hyperbolic. Right. Or you know, it's like it's like the it's like one percent or less than one percent of some There's rednecks a lot of out on the. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just it's getting it's getting hard for me to wrap my head around. And I know that I, you know down here in the South, we're a little bit in a bubble from stuff. Sure. So it takes us a little things a little bit longer to get to us than it does other people, but. Man, I don't know. I hear stuff like that, and I'm just like, dude, there's just it's so it's so far out there. It's gonna be hard for me to go with until I see it. But then again, I'm not gonna see it because I'm not in school. That's right. What's crazy, man? Like I said, we live in a world where where facts don't matter. So when things like gender come up, and you know who cares? I don't care what you do with your ding dong. Let me just say that right off. You can stick it in a man's butt. You can stick it in a woman's butt. You can chop it off and turn it inside out. You can you can chop it off and go on the BME Pain Olympics for all I care. I'll watch that. I don't give a shit what you do with your ding dong. Um, but there's two things that you can't expect. Number one, keep your ding dong away from my kids. Okay. Um, and uh, number number two, uh, keep your like opinions. Don't don't expect me to like. To go con- along to with things with that are stupid. Yeah. Like don't don't tell me some don't tell me don't piss on me and then tell me it's raining right. and then tell me that I'm I'm transphobic when I acknowledge that it's piss. It's not transphobic. I'm just literally stating a fact. This this the stated fact is you were born a woman. You you can add stuff and take stuff away and that's your right. And mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to bow down and say, Oh, you're absolutely sir. Like What's up, bro. And here's yeah. another thing, okay. If you're gonna do it, you you better look like you're trying. Oh, one hundred. That's a point. You better look like you're trying because I'm sorry that dude that was in GameStop talking about it's ma'am. Well, ma'am, you forgot to shave this morning, and your yeah. five o'clock shadow is longer than my beard. So if you want me to call you ma'am, it's gonna take a little bit more than some eyeshadow 
and 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 a skirt. You know, shave, put a, you got a mop on your head, and you're talking about, it's ma'am. It's not ma'am. You look like you could take me in a fight right now. You know That's what like I mean? like dude I seen in San Francisco. Like, he had the full Daisy Duke getup. You know what I'm saying? The, the short shorts, the, the tied top, the long hair. Motherfucker had a beard bigger than mine, bro. Yeah, you're not trying hard enough. It's just like, dude, just, what what are you doing? Right. It was the first time I'd seen it, like I said. Is that a ZZM? What is that? Huh? Is that, what is that, a ZZM? What is that? What I don't know what that is. That is a... Yeah, these neo pronouns are that, something else. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing all this. You see where the, the schools now... I'm not letting you... Here, you want school this in California is, is, is um, open, like opened up. Now they're whatever, 10 different fucking sexual orientations. There's more than that, I believe, isn't there? Oh, dude. Well, they're reg- recognizing 10 in, in some school. Oh, New York is protecting over 50 different, like, pronouns and gender identities. How, what are protecting them against who? That's a good question. Who are you, who are you protecting these program pronouns against? I'm not saying what you can say and can't say. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. So that's not protection. That's forced speech. Nobody saying, is trying like, to stop. Identity. Nobody is trying to stop transsexual people from calling themselves whatever they no, want to call that's themselves. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about like sexual. Okay. Asexual, demisexual. I read them. There's like ten oh, of them. Yeah. The pansexual. And if you ever read them, that one's interesting. Because like, I all, got it confused with bisexuality a little they're bit. They're all the same. They're all the same really. shit. Like you it's like boys ten, and girls. It's ten different things. Like yeah. Okay, an asexual person. You don't I like think anybody. If I'm not, that's, right, someone, okay. that's someone not having yeah. sex. Yeah. You don't so you're just anybody. a virgin. Yeah, well, you're celibate. what it is. You're celibacy. you're nothing. You're a nun or you're a fucking yeah. celibate. Uh, yeah. Eunuch. You're celibate. celibate. I think you got to chop it off to yeah. be a eunuch. Yeah. Celibate. Uh, okay, well, then you're off. a monk. Yeah. A nun slash monk. Yeah. Or a virgin. Or you're you're celibate. You know what I'm saying. The term is celibate. I get it, but I mean, it's stupid. I get what you're saying. And then, and then there's like there's one the one that's confused with bisexual right because it's the fucking pansexual. same thing pansexual. man yeah it's the same thing right well pansexual is is you just bisexual. don't do it in a pan uh, no pansexual pansexual is bisexuality in a world that believes that there's a million different genders well, that's not so, the world so pansexual pansexual means that I'm not attracted to any gender I'm attracted to their oh. soul yeah. I'm attracted, like I like I don't need you to be a certain gender. I ju- I just love you for you. So you can be, you can be a, a chick with a dick. You can be a dude with a pussy. You can be uh, a regular dude. You can be a regular chick. guy, a regular chick, a regular dude who's gay, a chick who's gay. You can be, uh, you can tie an elephant mask on your face. You can tie an elephant mask to your butt. It doesn't matter. I don't. I Demi, don't. Demisexual and demiromantic. Those are two things that really took. I don't me know right. these. Like, yeah, let's talk demisexual. Oh, I don't know if I, I get. I get tripped up on this because it's because there's okay. a difference in like. Mo, are you busy? Demiromantic and demisexual. You like, are. Okay. Yeah, would, I'll look it up then. Yeah, I would like to. See, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's pull it up here. Or you can talk. Why don't you talk about it and then we'll just see if you're right gonna, or not. Okay. Yeah, you. I'll do my. I'll do my very best. So the difference. I'm, like I say, I'm tripping all over this, is demisexual is you are, it goes back to what you were saying about, like, the soul of a person. Right. And okay. then, like, but demiromantic is, it's like being open about it. Like, you could be in, like, multiple relationships. It's not like you're you're tied to just one person. Yeah, according to this, it says, uh, someone who is demisexual lacks primary sexual attraction, while someone who is demiromantic lacks primary Romantic attraction. The thing that unites demisexual and demiromantic 
is that a strong emotional bond must be formed with someone before attraction of a sexual or romantic nature can occur. So like you're not you don't really like anybody until you are um um, like you have a you have an emotional bond with them, and so I'm pretty sure one, that's called being one, a fucking woman uh, or one, virgin. One of them is like being a whore. Like one of them is like Netflix and chill on Max. I'm with I think that. It's though. What is that one called? <laughs> that's what Tyler mean. is. That's what Tyler is. Tyler's <laughs> a Tyler is a. Well, I mean, we know what it's called. It's called being a whore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not mad at it though. You know what I mean? I, here's the no thing. Haters. It's no not haters, my yeah. business. I'm 100% a believer that it's not my business. All right, look up this one. Look up androsexual. Oh. Androsexual. Right. Yeah, like, that's, okay, that's this is what it was. It's one. California. So, right, and I, I see that California has also become a, um, a, a safe haven state for, for uh, mm-hmm. weird-ass kids and their parents. <laughs> what, are the, what are the weird-ass kids called? Trannies. I don't know. Trannies. <laughs> Transsexual, hey, transvestite, little baby gay people and their parents. Right. And I just thought about how smart people andro androphilia or androsexual is actually people who are attracted to masculinity. Think that's just being so if a straight you're a woman, sissy ass dude. Then that people who are androsexual will not like will you. not like you. But you may be a sissy ass dude that's that's androsexual. Right, you could be. Right, I couldn't. Not you. That I'm person could be though. Theoretically. But anyways, right? So I I think maybe we're on to something here. I I had this discussion earlier this week, uh, last week, no, this week, still Saturday. Put your headphones on. Anyways, <laughs> I don't want to. I, it's bo- it bothers place. me so bad um, that California is taking in all these people, right? How awesome would it be to get all these fucking retards and whoa, and, man, and <laughs> and sexualites and all the fucking lefties. You know what I mean? Put them all in California, get a super auger, and carve that motherfucker right up the fucking United States, you know? You know, I'm going to be honest Here's with you. Here's not I, to waiting on the San Andreas Fault anymore. I, I'm done with it. Let's just <laughs> let's remove it, send it to Hawaii, and let's let that be like but, Gayville or something. You know what I'm saying? Know, let's keep Hawaii. I, I like Hawaii, too, but I'm I've just saying been. if you cut California off, it's going to go over there. Yeah, I'm sure. eventually. Maybe. Or maybe it can, like, go around it and we can attach it to China, and then that could be their problem. I don't that really makes care. Se- that makes sense in a way, though, honestly. China is socialist. Well, let's do that. Let's that's what, just, and that's what they want. And just, I, right. And honestly, I think that that'd be a good move because uh, I think California could help offset some of the reasons socialism is, is working so poorly in China. Because it's the same reason it would work so poorly here is socialism works really, really well when abundance is very, very high. When there's a when there's an excess of abundance, here's the reason I don't like it is is not because of that. I don't like it because I don't trust the government and I don't want the government to have any more money. That's the reason I don't like socialism. It's not even like a socialism can't work anywhere in a world of absolute abundance. Socialism would work fine. Um, you just wouldn't need it. That's the problem with socialism. Socialism only works as you need it less. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's always going to be people at the very bottom and non. But here's the here's the downside in non-socialist environments and in non-socialist utopias that have have yet to exist. They never will. They, well, I don't know that they never will. We may eventually come to a level of abundance that social and uh, socialist. I mean, the Netherlands is does so well with it because it's such an abundant place. It's a, it, there's very little poverty. What about so, Epstein Island? It worked there. Right. Did it? Did it work there? I don't think that was socialism. Had to be. Oh, maybe. I don't think so. Just rich people screwing. Uh, I think that was young people. Yeah, so I think more like a capitalist. I think that island? that might that might be capitalist island. That might be the <laughs> the know. perfect example of capitalism run amok. Actually, okay, yeah. okay. 
You know, because same thing. Well, you know, capitalism run amok and socialism run amok. Oh, yeah. I'm in a I'm in a new world view where I I don't believe that there's a perfect way of existence. Well, I think it goes back to that masculine feminine. It abs- you, it's the you, exact same. And thing. you need both. I, it's very touch and go, but you need both. Yeah, I think I I you know, and I'm a libertarian, and my libertarian views. Well, the question is, how much of the feminine worldview do you need in politics? How much of the feminine worldview do you need in the marketplace? Um, and I think that some can be a good thing. I think that too much is a bad thing. Um, but one percent. I think so in the marketplace it needs to be a lot less. That would be like the that would be like the day port noise or what they call barstool uh, conservatism is. You know they say that they are economically conservative, but socially they're liberal. That'd be a libertarian right. then. Yeah. What a libertarian is. It just means you like freedom, yeah. individual liberty. Because typically Republicans like to uh, pass laws on morality and liberals like to pass laws on finances. But now we're going, we have liberals now trying to pass laws, the uh, like pushing their morality. So like I'm all for freedom of religion, for instance. I believe that um, it's a very important part of our Whatever, existence what, like whatever you want to do yeah whatever you want to do um the problem is that a lot of christians don't agree with me on that because and here's the all right so here's the worldview all right so let me hit you out with this one right here and i'm only going to i'm only going to express this from a viewpoint of christianity and atheism i'm not going to explore buddhism i'm not going to explore islam i'm not going to explore anything other than, just because we're in the south and we're, so we're going to strictly explore it from is there a god there's not a god uh context okay. but from the context of that there is a God and that Christians are correct, then passing laws to enforce morality, while might be stupid, I understand where they're coming from. Because, okay, if if that person's ever eternal soul is what's up for grabs, if I don't do everything I can, like I'm kind of a bad person. The flip side of that is um, I don't think that it works, first off. I think that... Um, I think that it, it creates it makes people very bitter, like things like uh like weed prohibition, you know what I mean? That was that was a really good example of forced morality. That was a, that was our conservative, uh, our Republican like the modern Republican Party. That, that was a conservative, uh, point that kind of went. I'm trying to remember the state. I think it may have been New York. So these are guys. These were nonviolent crimes. They were locked up back when pot was illegal in that state. Right. Now they're being released, and they're given grants up to a million dollars to start and open their own dispensaries. I've seen I, I, that. Y'all said that on the last uh, show, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Lil White may have brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I was out. like. Got him. Yeah. How cool, like, what are that? Those guys know how to do it. Right. That I mean. Then again, they might be, like, way behind in the game. I, I mean, would think they would be. You lost 20 years for sure. Yeah, yeah so I, I mean. I would think that they would be. I mean, the weed I was smoking in high school is not the weed I'm smoking. I'm today. just saying they may be trying to sell the shit on the corner still. It's like, nah, why don't you get you a storefront there, buddy? Well, that's why they're giving them the grant. You I understand, know. but I mean, yeah. still, you get the grant, and you may not do with it what you should. In well, the they probably time. won't. They probably won't. The point is, though, we put people behind bars for years and years and years for selling a substance with very little downside. That was safer than most of the substances the FDA sell. That's right. And we're coming to a point now, I think, as a country where, and tell me if y'all agree with this, where I feel like a lot of people are just kind of done with the government shit. Oh, yeah. Like, we're we're, we're all just kind of getting to a point where now it's like, okay, we don't, that was the whole thing with the COVID to me. 
Like, yeah. you're telling me what's good and bad for me, but most of my life, all the things you said were bad for me, you were full of shit on. 100%. Think about the food table with the pyramid. Right. Yeah. Wrong. That was horseshit. Wrong. Like, if you want to be... I'm fat as hell from that thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to be a fatty... Think bread you're supposed to eat. Yeah. Right. That's the perfect... That is like one this of the... This is the food pyramid to diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> right. It does say little sugar and a lot of starch, and I get why they thought that, but, man, did they miss it. Man, did they mess up. I mean, they just really did not. They just really didn't understand the human body yet. And then you look at that. You look at, you look at prohibition of of any drug really, but alcohol and 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 marijuana and psychedelics. Oh my God, psychedelics. Uh, that's a, me started on that's that a whole nother. Yeah. That's a whole nother another area of like probably the most effective uh, treatment for things like PTSD, OCD, anxiety, and depression. You know, a lot of people. The most. Proven to be the most most effective treatment are psychedelics, and they're illegal. If you were to interview like college students entering college right now, I guarantee you they probably don't have a good idea of what why they're there, what they're studying. But if you ask them why they're there to find themselves, I would highly recommend. Why don't you do some shrooms? Do some shrooms, brother. If you want to find yourself, do shrooms. Yeah, absolutely. That, do that shrooms whole, in the correct in, in the environment. Yeah, whatever that is on that spectrum when you step out on a trip, whatever that. Whatever it is that you encounter, experience, especially when the trip is at its peak, when you're yeah. on top of that mountain, like that—that that is a very humbling thing. Or it will—it yeah. will scare you. Yeah, yeah. And it'll—it'll. It'll, you're gonna find a whole lot about yourself real quick. Yeah. And then that's that coming back down the mountain. Yeah. You know what? You know, I have a—I have a theory. Um, that I don't want to get into much on this, but when it comes to psychedelics, I actually because you know when you do psychedelics, everybody says. That um, it's kind of like same thing, like when you do mushrooms, for instance. Okay, now I've never done DMT, so we'll talk about mushrooms. Um, it's kind of like somebody took the glasses off. It's like somebody took the blinders off. Yeah, almost. like they live. Or it's, yeah, it's almost like your eyes are finally open for the first time, mm -hmm. and you can really see. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like for me. You know, like or, and really, what I think it is, I think that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that believe that like our idea of religion and the, our idea of um, God and things come from psychedelics. Personally, what I think, and this is sort of where my and well, when I say I think this, something I've been thinking about. That's a better way to say things that I say that are, are my opinion because I don't really think this is my opinion. It's just what if kind it's of just thing. Where it's just you're a high at. thought. It's yeah. Where you're at right now. What if that DMT, those psychedelics, those things that alter your mind. Alter your mind to better be able to like encounter the next dimension over. Well, I mean, think of uh, I, I don't know what you toothpaste. It has fluoride. Uh, sometimes they put fluoride in our water, mm -hmm. and so uh, supposedly that fluoride it dims the whatever that thing is in your brain, the third eye. Yeah, I can't. Maybe it starts. It sounds like bullshit, but I don't know. But see, maybe I think. Possibly there's something to that. Like they're trying to dumb you down so you can't get to the real, right? I think that they are trying to do that. I just know if the fluoride is what's doing it. I think that is absolutely what's yeah. going on. I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just haven't. I, like, it's hard for me to. I mean, why do they say that? What's the. Whatever. Not, maybe they wouldn't do it on purpose. Maybe it's like the food pyramid. Right. Know? But like. No, nah, the food but, pyramid was. They wouldn't get us fat on purpose, but that was uh, that was big wheat companies. Paying off the f <laughs> yeah, like paying yeah, people that was yeah. that was one hundred percent that was well, orchestrated. Same with pharmaceuticals and shit, right? right. But uh, yeah, it's like whatever fluoride does when it interacts with your body, it dims that third eye. Got gotcha. you. 
And so whether they're putting it in the water source to clean the water and that's what works best, other than like chlorine or whatever else, who knows? No. Maybe they don't use fluoride. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for your teeth, they say too, I think. Yeah. Good for your teeth. That's why they put it in toothpaste. I must not drink enough water. Let's see what it uh, that why? When it's cold. Talking shit. Um Dead silence Man, is not good. Is, this shirt is tight as hell, y'all. I just I keep trying to adjust it. I keep looking at myself over here on the camera and it's so tight. So before before we went uh, offline last time, you were Damn. saying something about a video vlog. I was, yeah. Talking about oh, we were going to be doing new content. Yeah, yeah, our 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 frame rate is dropping like hell, mo, or whatever it is, just lagging. I don't know. Does that mean we're going to be moving off slow and shit like last week? Hope not. No, um, the TC three experience is what I'm referring to. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so you what I was thinking, it. what we should do, we should have three very specific. Um, like episodes planned with like activities to create the TC experience one, two, and three. I mean, I like that. So just like, you what know, you like, mind? I don't know. I mean, uh, you could do just whatever. Penile gland is what it's called. Penile gland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's where your it's where your body produces DMT. That's right. Yeah. That's where. So it, f- fluoride and tap water can have dangerous effects on the penile gland. Mm. Third eye. Uh, this article. The penile I mean, this gland? Is penile gland. Yeah. And it's in your face. Penile gland. That's penile. in your brain. brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yes, yeah, in your face. Penile, in pe- your penile. Brain? I don't know if it's penile or penile, actually. Your penile gland <laughs> is in your brain? So, really, when I'm thinking with my no. brain. No. You're still thinking it, with the wrong head. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. It just, it's kind of trivia to me that it would be called that, and then the two connect so well. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if I'm right. I'm, I'll, let's, let's see how to actually pronounce it. Penile. <laughs> yeah, I told you, motherfucker. You it. You're thinking with your you dick the whole yeah. time. You never Penile. even know it. Well, you know, you got you've got a few glands in your brain, and their job is to produce uh, to produce certain hormones and chemicals yeah. in your brain. You know, your um, penile gland is what produces it. That's where where we believe that you produce DMT, and DMT is the substance. This. So let me explain why I think that that DMT allows you to interact with the op with with what's next dmt is in everything dmt is sort of what connects all living things all living things are connected through dmt they all like grass uh animals Mm -hmm. humans we all produce dmt and dmt they believe is produced in um massive amounts when you die so that's what creates near-death experiences when people die when they're on the operating table or when they're whatever, then their body will flood their brain with DMT, and it that's where that's they, where your life every, flashes that's why, before your eyes and all that. Or that no. when you see Jesus and okay. you see or you see oh, when God, you don't actually die and then you come but back. But you come back. Okay. They they Maybe believe that big release. You also shit your pants. Is that the, that's not the DMT that does that? Is it? I don't know because I've heard stories of that's like just some true. people who did a DMT trip their first time they they do shit their pants. Really, really. So wear a diaper if you're doing DMT, guys, for the first time. I mean, that's a Joe Rogan question because you know that dude—he's all about some he DMT. Loves it, yeah. So, so, but check it out. Okay, so tell let me let me ask you this: most everything that about humans, um, in science, I believe, when you get down to it, you can kind of explain the evolution of it. We can explain why sure. men are bigger than guys, and some people are tall, or some like genetically, some people are short. We can explain why. It's more advantageous for people in hotter climates to have darker skin and people in colder climates to have lighter skin. Um, and everything that about our brain, you know, our brain is a, is a, is a, is an ancient 
computer. It's it's a yeah. it's a computer that was designed for the world a million years ago, not the world now. We're, it was designed for hunter gatherers living on the plains and the steppes, not designed for a guy who's going to punch a time clock every day. Um, and I think it's an important thing to understand that, that the brain is is outdated, and you have to give your brain uh, ancient food, like ancient. Uh, um, that's why it's important to go outside and exercise and and things like that. Like as a human, you're designed to do those things. You're designed to be in the sunshine. You're designed to. That's why when the sun goes away, we get sad. And it's why when you get you know when you don't exercise. Anyway, the the brain is an ancient computer. Explain to me two things. Number one, what evolutionary process made us helped us survive to produce DMT? Why? Producing DMT on your deathbed does not increase your survival rate at all. Producing DMT on your deathbed in no way um, is something that genetically could have happened over time necessarily because it only happens once on your deathbed. Right. How genetically does DMT tie into that? And why is this one thing that our body doesn't really produce very often until your death why is it the one thing that seems to have a tie to us being able to talk to God? And if we find this substance, it's the most real experience we can ever have. It unplugs us from the matrix. It rewires our brain and is the one substance that allows us to go to the other side. And people that come back from it, even if they're atheists, they're no longer scared of death. And they, you know what I mean? Mushrooms, same thing. Um, it has super profound effects on the psyche and your can your your uh, perception of God and things to me, there's no evolutionary uh, reason for that point. You have, you have anything on that? You like, just stumped me brother. Dude, I mean, framing that question like that, I mean, shit, you know, why would you need that release why? at the end? Like, why doesn't it happen? Like, you know, supposedly DMT is somewhat connected to dreams. And like mm -hmm. when you sleep, if you hit that REM cycle, yeah. like some DMT is released and right. with the dreams, but not to the extent of why? Why does it happen on our deathbed, death. though? Why do we need it at all? That's a good question. That's a good question. Why you're asking questions that create radio silence right now is what I think. Well, I mean, only if y'all don't have answers from me. I definitely <laughs> don't have an answer. If I had an answer, I wouldn't be here probably. I think you're. I think you're getting to. Uh, I don't think that that much, little, little little speck radio silence. I don't think that was the worst thing. In I'm the world. just kidding about that, but I'm just saying um, I have no idea for the answer. No, it's just it's a, the best thing is a little pause. <laughs> yeah, Man, I mean, really though, it makes you think. It really but does. I just, I just, I, another I thing, I can't come up with anything to go with it. Alter states of consciousness. I read. A, I read a book here a while back, um, uh, "Stealing Fire," um, which is about alter states of consciousness, and it delves into a lot of like psychedelics and and things like that. Why do humans have a obsession with altered states of consciousness? If you think about it, it's a multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry in the United States between movie theaters, drugs, and religious experiences. Really, what humans are chasing is altered states we drink alcohol we smoke cigarettes we smoke weed we want to do humans love altered states of consciousness now what's interesting about that is this how did altered states of consciousness improve our survivability i don't think it's about improving survivability i think it's an escape yeah but that's how evolution works people who were escaping millions of years ago you get high and you get drunk you die yeah it should have been weeded out it doesn't. It should have been weeded out. It's been the opposite. It's bigger now. Yeah, yeah. It should have. It should have died out a long time ago. It's, it's crazy you say that because I, I conversation last night. A, a friend of mine, he's from Egypt, and here in the states, like you know, it's easy to find whatever you want to find. So he 
mainly sticks for marijuana. Yeah. But he said, you know, you really couldn't even find marijuana in Egypt. So, you know what we would do? Ketamine. Really? That's all they had. Really? That would, but it was that escape. I'd a lot rather have marijuana than ketamine myself. No but, doubt. Yeah. But it's, it, 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 framing that question like that really kind of right. reminded me Why? of like, Wow, I mean, See, we, we're always we're always looking for that altered state of mind. We're always looking for an altered state of consciousness, contrary to what natural selection. Humans, we believe humans have been on this planet between three and six million years. Sure. Okay. Our brain was developed when when we talk about modern culture, recorded history. We're talking ten thousand years. We've only really been humans in the right that we think of ourselves as humans for ten thousand years. Before that, we were hunters and gatherers. We believe. I mean, there's some evidence that the pyramids are a lot older than we thought. But humans have been around for millions and millions of years. Now, the reason for that is, you know, maybe you don't believe that. Maybe you believe you know, humans have only been for 10,000 years. It's I just, heard 7,000 this week. You what know. about, like, talking about, like, chemicals uh, releasing the brain? Uh, on social media, do y'all cut notifications off? I do, yeah. I think you have to. Yeah, right? I've I've motive, I've notifications cut off on my Instagram, my Facebook. Oh yes, anything like that. Because I, I mean, much. every time, little like, ding, dopamine yeah, hit, dopamine hit, yeah. dopamine hit, and if you, it's so easy to be consumed by that. I had to cut my stuff absolutely off because it, it was it was consuming all my time. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you really get addicted to that. And I think about like just the way going back to shorts or reels, TikTok, anything with that thirty forty five second like. Dude, it, and it goes back to even the GPS. Like, we can't even get around like we used to. Right. What, would, what would happen if, like, someone took this from you? Took your phone? I guarantee you I wouldn't be going to another state. I would, you know yeah, I mean? I'd be, I'd also wouldn't know what to do with a lot of my free time. Like, because now I've been, I've been conditioned yeah, what do you to do believe. When you take a shit. Right, I look at my phone. Yeah. When I, when I don't have anything to do, when I get bored, I look at my phone. You know, now I've, I've become so conditioned to constant, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Constant uh, entertainment, constant engagement, constant uh, like never being bored. I don't, I'm one of these people, even as a kid, I don't deal with being bored well. I like to be doing stuff. I want to be going. I want to be doing. I don't want to be sitting around. ADD, ADHD. Yeah, I want to go. 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 If I sit around, I get sad. And the phone for me has been really dangerous because honestly, what it's done. It hasn't kept me from getting sad. It just keeps me from seeing the sadness coming. Yeah. So, like, when I spend a lot of time on my phone, it's not that I'm going to sit around and it's making me happy. The same way sitting around doing nothing would make me sad. I get that same kind of sad. I just don't want to fix it because I want to keep looking at my phone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, like I'm so conditioned for that little dopamine release or that little that little bit of, like, not having to be mm-hmm. bored ever if I don't have, you know. Because before I had this kind of phone, I used to just, when I sat, took a shit, I would sit on my phone and go through the settings of my flip phone. And yeah. before that, I read Play the back snake. of shampoo bottles. Right. Snake, yeah, yeah. Snake, yeah. Or I'd read the back of shampoo bottles before yeah. I had a phone, period. You know, like, I, I never right. dealt with that well. Okay. Now you knew got, every, I when I was a kid, Tetris you used to eat cereal. What did you used to do when you were sitting there eating the cereal? You was reading the back of the box. Or drawing right. on it. Yeah, whatever yeah. the little. Yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want to just sit there and do nothing and eat. Right. I want to be entertained. I want to. I want to yeah. be engaged. Something that I'm a believer in here lately too. I believe that one of the worst things that every human, I'd say ninety percent of the population at least right now is doing that I think is a mistake is chasing dopamine hits. What do you mean by that? Absolutely. Almost everything that people do 
is chasing a dopamine. Well, you mean I, like I getting likes and bullshit like that? That's one thing, but also going on vacation. It, anything, chasing pleasures. If you're chasing a pleasure, if you're trying to like uh, have uh, ran, sex with random people or sex period, it is actually a dopamine hit, but it is also a serotonin hit under the right guys. Now, serotonin is not as dangerous as dopamine. But here's the thing about dopamine. You know, you see these people on social media and they're living really cool lives, but they're miserable. Or these actors, they chase dopamine to the top. They got to the mm-hmm. top and realized and dopamine herself, only right? does one thing. Dopamine's only thing that it does is make you want more dopamine. Mm. That's so the reason why meth. drug addicts are a thing. Drug addicts are uh, a thing because they get dopamine through doing drugs and then they do those drugs and get dopamine and then they're like, I need more of that. So that means and they'll run themselves into because they believe dopamine is happiness. That means I'm good. I'm well, probably good. No, because you just probably do it in a different way. I don't know what way. Uh, I mean, I don't know either, but everybody does it. I mean, every- I'm, I'm, I'm so inconsistent with everything. Me too. But I don't know. Like, unless- you, still, you still live your life a lot of times. Like, is, I've never met anybody that doesn't live their life kind of waiting on another dopamine hit. Another family vacation, another fun night out with the boys. I can't think of one. I mean, because everything is so stretched, few and far in between. Yeah, but that's just because you're not receiving this this dopamine from the same stimulus every time. You're just changing the dopamine stimulus. Every time? Yeah. Brother, there's absolutely no way you're... It's humanly impossible to not be addicted to dopamine. That's crazy. It's humanly impossible. I get it, but I'm just saying... Do you like to feel good? Yeah. Then you're addicted to dopamine. If you like to feel happy, you're addicted to dopamine. And then it becomes things that make you feel happy. Like, let's just say you could get a dopamine hit off a cigarette. Or, and then it goes down to the motions of smoking a cigarette, the hand-to-mouth. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Like, well, one thing that one, the the problem ritual. With, one problem with the drugs, too, is it's <laughs> a— The reason why drugs is such a powerful dopamine thing is because drugs produce unnatural dopamine from a non-natural okay. source. So when drugs do it, it now— if you do When you do drugs over time, now your body is less able to make dopamine— because it's used to getting it from the drugs. So, so now you have no way to feel happy. Wrong. There's no way to f- for you to feel happy and complete in life until you get another hit of drugs. Because now your brain can no longer produce dopamine. That's the reason why drugs can be so dangerous. That's okay. the reason why oh. crackheads are so pissed off until they get high. Until they get high. Okay. Because they, they don't have another way to be. They can't feel another way. All they can feel is that lack of dopamine. Got it. Just go to alcohol for a second. I mean, while we're sitting there having a beer, though. But, like, think about a hangover. Mm-hmm. What's the best cure for a hangover? Another beer? Yeah. Well, so. Another beer will immediately yeah. kill it, but all you're doing is prolonging. There's right. there's going to be a hangover. You're right. just, yeah. you're, you just prolonged see. it. But the reason why your body is hungover like that is because it's already withdrawing from it. Yeah. That's the withdrawal. Or you're dehydrated. Well, that too. That's part of the dehydration. Yeah. You need oxygen. I heard, I heard oxygen, like pure oxygen would just. That makes sense because what is water? Oxygen. But I mean, yeah, you know, the, the IV in the bottles or the water, H2O. yeah, that'll that'll cure a hangover, but nothing will cure oxygen. it quicker than like just grabbing and pounding another beer. Yeah, like, that'll immediately. There's nothing that I want to do less when I'm hungover than pounding another beer. I know, but it works. I'm just not gonna do it. I'll uh, take I'm four gonna drink shots. A I'm drunk. I mean, I'm hungover. I'm gonna drink Pedialyte. I'm not. I just can't do it, man. I feel ugly today. Y'all feel ugly today? Y'all, do, I, does that sound like a girl? I don't feel. I'm looking at myself right here in the thing, I'm like, God, dog, that's an ugly. And that's what I wanted to bring up while you were talking about dopamine hits is I, I really think about, like, our youth because, I mean, think about all these girls that are on Instagram and they're looking and they're making all these yeah. little reels. They're taking these selfies. They're doing all this and that. What are they chasing? 
dopamine hits. They're an affirmation from uh, right, which is a dopamine, which is yeah, a dopamine. Uh, getting affirmation from somebody is a dopamine. Yeah, receptor. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so like, yeah, they're getting attention. That's only gonna go down for so long, and then what happens to your self worth? And I mean, that's a that's a bad. I'll be honest with you. Down. That's a that's a that's a problem. That is one of the things nobody really talks about with women, or people do talk about now. That is one of the really downsides of when you start looking through the world of, for the world for what it is, you start to take that red pill and you realize, yeah. um, I, I see why in a feminine worldview they're always going to discourage that because beauty is fleeting mm-hmm. and a woman's sexual market value is her beauty. It just is. Like her getting rich doesn't make her more attractive. Her having a nice car doesn't make her more attractive. Well, you know? I think about like this is the closest comparison that I can think of when it comes to humanity. It goes to songbirds. They're not like crows. They're not um, necessarily social. Like crows are very social birds. A songbird yeah. is a very competitive bird. The male, what does he do? He tries to set himself up in the nicest area with the nicest nest, and he's going to sing. And if another male comes in there, he's going to kick his ass. And why does he want that spot? He's trying to attract the very best mate. Songbird females are not beautiful birds, though. The male is a beautiful bird. Mm-hmm. But, like, the worth of a female is sex appeal. Right. She's got the, she's got the colored feathers. Yeah, she's got the colored, fe- colored, the, the colored feathers. Well, the reason for that is, the reason why that humans, um, and I, I actually, I would like to bring Mark Romano back on to talk about this because he's really smart about this stuff. Um, he's one of my favorite people to talk, but when he comes on, I'll let him talk. Right now we're on Swap Talk. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell this. Um, when you look at the one of the reasons why the human mating process is what it is, is because um, one thing, and I hope y'all don't understand how I'm going to take this, women don't love men the way that men love women. That's correct. And the reason yeah. for that is, is because women's link to the reason a man is in a woman's life is not because of attraction, it's because of survivability. Okay, we we bond with women because we love them. They bond with us because we're the best for their survival. That's just the way that it is. A woman will always move on faster than you if you know after a breakup she doesn't want to be with you anymore. If she no longer views you as her alpha male and she decides that she doesn't want to be with you, men are heartbroken way longer because women have evolved to. Be able to move on to the next oh, alpha. Yeah, she's already found the next guy. A lot of times, yeah. She ain't even over yet. What's, she's uh, found the next guy. You ever watch the show like Naked and Afraid? Hell yeah. yeah. I've seen okay. that one episode. So what what is the number one thing like with guys? What's what's the first thing that they are like going on in their mind? They're homesick. That's the first thing that happens to males. Yeah. Really? Why is that? What makes a home for a male? Woman. A woman. Yeah. He wants to be with her. Yeah, yeah. Men, men love women way. We just can't. We just don't know how to like express it. But men love women very deeply. Now, here's the interesting thing about men, and this is the difference between men and women. Men can love multiple women at one time too. Oh, yeah. Facts. Oh yes, they can. Men can I love men my do, mama. Men do have. Well, I don't mean like your mom. That's a different. Stop it. That's a different. Just stop it. Different type of love. Different player. You know, because humans were polygamous. We're polygamous for the majority of our existence. Monogamy is a relatively recent thing. And the reason monogamy is what it is is because um, it's the only thing that works right now. Nothing else would work. 
we, if we reintroduce polygamy in our society, it would create, in my opinion, if it were like the, the main form of, of marriage. And that's the reason why with all these new types of polyamory and things coming out. You would have out, a whole lot more incels. With polygamy? Yeah. Cause you think so? Yeah, I why absolutely think so. I think like, dude, I mean, th- I think about like Mormonism in like Utah. It's like, well, that's because there's not enough Mormons. Well, yeah, that's. They're they're all, they're st- they're keep they're but, staying in but, their little. But the, the women bubble. are still like if, if the if whole they, world if they, were polygamous. If, if they agree to that contract, the woman is still not going to date a scrub. She's she's going to go. No, on. that's exactly the reason why everything would fall off the rails. Right. Women would raise their their standards way higher. Very good possibility. That a lot of us in this room would be single because okay, women want that would mean that now ninety percent of the women get to date the top one percent. That's right. So now that's the, the bottom ninety percent really don't get anything. Yeah. Well, if the bottom 90% aren't getting anything, we're going to be pissed. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking some shit See, up. it worked before because humans died. Mm-hmm. Men died. Men went to battle. Men fought. Men died fighting wild animals. Men died fighting each other. And then the alpha of the tribe mm-hmm. is who got most of the women. That's right. The beta of the tribe got some of the women. But the deltas, the, the average Joes, they didn't get anybody. Scrubs, man, yeah. You got to die. I get all the pussy, okay? And can I get some of that? No. No. You can't even get a little. Not tonight, dog. Not even no, no, But I'll tell you what you can do. You reason, can go it, hunt Tyrannosaurus Rex tomorrow. I got that's you. right. You think about it like this, okay? Look at all these cult leaders who take over these cults. Oh, we talked about that. Oh, How dude. long ago? And they taught these men into being, letting these women sleep with them and the men not getting any. That's right. And the men do it. Why? Shit's in, why, it's why, why, are you, why are you, why, why does the human brain have that, have that trigger where they're going to allow someone to do that. Well, that says a strong enough leader. I'll let you have sex with my wife and I won't do it. If I find a strong enough leader, that's how much people will do for a strong enough leader. If you're strong enough of a leader, people will let you sleep with their wives. Cause you got survival. You're going to be able to survive wives. Cause you can survive. They think they're going to survive. I think it's, I don't think they're thinking at all. I think it's their limbic system. I think it's their, it's their caveman brain. They're, they're not, there's no, there's the coherent thought in their brain is not what's important. It's what's going on behind. The, and that's what you have to understand. When you start getting into like learning persuasion and learning sales and learning like how to get people to do things or whatever, you start learning how to talk to caveman brain. All right, but that's you what NLP is. That's what hypnosis is. Here's my thing, right? That's what meditation is. If you, uh, well, I say survival, right? Because if you think these people, right, it, it, you're in the early stages of it, okay? You're in the early stages of a cult. What you think is that you're in, you're in with you. Okay. I'm in with you, early stage, right? Gotcha. So I know that my survival is good 20 years from now when you take over the world, correct? Right. That's what I think. So, yeah, I'm going to let, I'm, Taylor, you can go ahead and jump in with Jake. I'm going to be fine. Because I'm going to get 90. Because my boy here is going to take over the world anyway. So yeah. eventually, I'm going to get mine. Maybe not. Yeah, number five in the world. Number 10 Whatever. in the world. Number 20 in the world. Whatever. I'm just saying I'm early. I'm in the early stages. So in my mind, maybe I think that when you do take over, and you may kick me to the curve tomorrow. Yeah. It's possible. I think a lot of times more it's more like it, it, it vibes with who they are as people, and then they're like, even though they, they don't like it with the female, because, I mean, Deep down as men, we want to be alphas. It's some sissy ass shit. Now I just I'm gonna say I'm not right down now, with it either. I I'm if, not down with it at so all. So if we were in a cult right now and that was what was going on, I'd probably take in a bottle. You know why though? You wanna know one of those re- one of the reasons is though, most of us are descendants of who? Alphas. alphas. Yeah. That's really most right. of it because alphas are the one who got all the women. Mm-hmm. 
So most of us are descendants of alphas. So deep down, we all there's really a wolf in there want to be alphas. All right. Yeah. We all really want to be the alpha. I just I, I couldn't bring myself to just sit there and just be like, okay. And what you got to understand in today's world is because the the social structure is not so strong. The, the tribal structure, we don't know exactly who the alpha is. It's constantly changing in conversations and workplaces. It's constantly changing all the time. It's not so always you have somebody at the top either, is it? Exactly. Well, there's it, there's always somebody at the top maybe at that particular moment, but it might be somebody else 10 moments from now. Right. And the thing about the Internet, it has completely transformed culture and the way that we do life. And even though I'm not top dog today, I could be tomorrow. Something could go viral. Something could pop off. Or maybe my business plan or my business just, for whatever reason, it just really took off yeah. tomorrow. And so, like, that would really set set me up. to Because be like, we live in such an abundant now society. I, now I can flex. Yeah. And, and also with big businesses that have been doing entertainment for so long, uh, they're collapsing in on themselves because they don't have creativity anymore. It's like... I'm not interested in anything that Marvel is doing anymore. I'm not, not I'm not in game. I'm not interested in what Disney is doing. Like I've seen those cartoons. I don't care about live action. Right. Of uh, I'm not really interested with like anything that I mean think they were on Fast and Furious ten. I'm oh yeah, that shit died. I ain't gonna lie. I'm with them. But I'm just, that's just Fast and Furious and John Wick example. both. Keep doing them. Because yeah, I don't really. need I don't need it. I don't need, I just need you to blow some shit up. I don't actually need there to be a story. Well, like John Wick's gonna be cool. It doesn't matter. And what it does the story sell, is. but like they lost me. I would, when I would love to see like fresh new ideas in Hollywood, like something that has never been done. <sighs> you're not doing another. Do. You're not doing a ten, uh, three ten to Yuma, or like something that was forgotten about that was celebrated, you know, back early, and now you're redoing it. You know, I yeah. want I want something brand new. So like, you're tired that, of the remake. The, but Winnie the, the problem is, yeah, but that is a that is creative though because okay. Winnie the Pooh and all his friends out in the Hundred Acre Woods, they're now public domain. And so, except for Tigger, Tigger's the only one that didn't go public. He was the famous one. Maybe. I mean, Winnie the Pooh, I would think, would be the most famous Yeah, one. he was. I don't know, man. As a young man, I remember everybody loved Tigger. Yeah. He wore the Tigger's pants and all the bullshit. <laughs> all that. But, uh, so, there's these low-budget horror film coming out. Winnie the yeah, Pooh. Yeah, but is that really different? It it's 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 taking something that, the culture knows, and it's flipping it. I like that. Head. Yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, in terms of the story itself, I don't know how different it is. It's still going to have, I think, the same horror uh, storyline progression. I don't sure. think that's going to be. I mean, I think the because one thing that you learn in in film, you know, really interesting about this is uh, Hollywood has perfected or formularized uh, storytelling. Yeah. And and they've they've created formulas for for every type for types of stories and um really interesting uh, fact on this you know that's what saved Apple was you know Steve Jobs was fired Steve Jobs was fired from Apple back in like the eighties or whatever and where did he go work do y'all know where he went to go work I don't know where he went Samsung Pixar Pixar he went and became the CEO of Pixar and he learned the importance of how to tell a story at Pixar and when he came back to Apple he completely revolutionized marketing for everybody. And that's when Apple became what it is now is when Steve Jobs came back from Pixar because uh, advertisers have done the same thing. As a matter of fact, I just finished a book called uh, uh, Building a Story Brand. And what it is is it's how to market using the storytelling um, formula that you, they use in Hollywood. It's how to use – because that's what people buy. People buy stories. Yeah. People don't buy products. People buy stories. People buy – like for like – 
and this is the reason why Hollywood has been so successful. People, people buy the story. People latch on the way our brains work. We latch on to stories. You know what I mean? And also, yeah. I, I say people when it comes to business or a movie. If there's a movie coming out that has Keanu Reeves in it, just for instance, I'll probably watch it just because I like watching his work. Right, and that's really how stars are made. That's yeah. what his makes style people. of work. You mean, or just like him? And I just like him. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty dope. Like I, yeah. you know, personally, you know, like he's not a very materialistic guy. Right, rides a subway. Yeah, Does gives he? gives to nonprofits. Yeah. Like, he does good stuff. He's like a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. He, really? Yeah. He, uh, I fucking hate that guy. Really? Keanu Reeves? Why? I don't know. Huh. I didn't know you any know, of this. Tom Hardy just won a jiu-jitsu tournament, too. I didn't know I, any of this yeah. stuff, though. Really? Yeah, he's Kinda a super good guy. Kind of changes my thought process super on Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah, he's super good like, guy. I really like like Ryan Reynolds for all the shit he does. but I like him, too. I like Ashton Kutcher, too. Yeah, 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 same. That's a, yeah. He's a badass. He's a real yeah. American badass. You know, they say, you know, he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, if not close to brown now. And his coaches said, you know, he wrestled in high school too. And they, his coaches said that, like, uh, Barrow or whoever, like a high level black belt, he was like, that dude could, like, roll with anybody at the competitive purple belt level at Worlds and, and make it a match, which is high praise. All right. Just while we're talking about that, of, you know, I think the state trooper used to train here. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, have you, I wonder, like, as far as the marketability is, like, reaching out to CPD and being like, hey, uh, Y'all should really learn some BJJ. Bro, just, let me tell you something. Your, just for your job. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay, yeah. I absolutely should do that. 99% of everybody in law enforcement are fat pussies. <laughs> okay. Dude, it's 50% off if you're law enforcement. Oh, it's you already do. half moved. price. <laughs> I did a deal a few years ago. I'm talking about when I was, do y'all know how much it is to work with me? It's a lot. <laughs> working for me is not cheap. Two thousand dollars a year is where it, where it starts. Okay, it starts at two grand a year. All right. Um, I made a deal a few years ago with law enforcement where if you were active duty law enforcement, you could train for guess how much? Twenty dollars a month. Damn. I charge one sixty to two hundred dollars a month normally. Okay. Now. Back then I didn't. Back then Holy it was like seventy five. I did it for twenty dollars a month. You know how many signed up? None. Three. Wow. Three. And they never came. <laughs> they never trained until way one of them way later. Okay. I do half off for law enforcement. They don't give a fuck. They're not coming. Yeah. Like I have I have completely dude, I have completely given up on 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 trying to attract law enforcement. There's even this other thing right now called Adopt a Cop. Okay, Adopt a Cop oh, yeah. is this that. thing where that sounds gay. As long as you post one, if you're in law enforcement, if you post to social media once per week, proving that you're actually training, and tag Adopt a Cop in the post, they pay the other what would be the other half of training here. Mm -hmm. You can train here for free. They pay your Jiu-Jitsu membership. They, really? they, pay, they pay like 60 bucks a month or 70 bucks a month. Basically 50 a, bucks a month. scholarship to take care of yourself. Is all you have to do <laughs> is take a picture and post it on Instagram. But instead, they'd rather be riding around eating jelly donuts, shooting people in the back. Yes. Hashtag. I'm not going to say shooting people in the back. but I'm not saying I support that law enforcement, but, I mean, come on, y'all. Because here's the thing. Law enforcement needs to be doing jiu-jitsu. It is a martial art or, or grappling. It's a martial art 
completely devoted to subject control. Right. A martial art complete. I, I'll, of which, I'll, how many times does go to the ground? I'll say right now, every What's time, almost if it's hands on, one hundred percent for them because they need to get them on the ground and get them in cuffs. Get them in cuffs. A hundred percent of like fights in law enforcement are either going to go against the wall or they're going to go to the floor. They're not. It's not going to be a stand up battle. They're not supposed to strike at all. In oh, law really? enforcement, you are not supposed to throw a punch at all unless it's like life or death and you have to to survive. But, but In which then you can grab your gun and shoot them in the face. That's right. Theoretically, I yeah. Mean, just like, saying, like, if it's life or death, you should be able to do that. I agree with that. Okay, so um, there's an entire martial art. Like, Kimura grips are is the grip. It is the system of – the Kimura system is the system for putting someone in handcuffs and breaking their shit, okay, and controlling them. It's a control – break their shit, put them in handcuffs system. It's all about getting a single hand past the plane of the hip because once mm-hmm. I have control of the arm, I have two and one control of the arm with a, with a figure four grip, and the moment that your arm passes, passes the plane of your hip, it loses strength. I can now It's now easy to submit you because the arm is not strong behind your back. It's just, I mean, try, try it sometime. Like, try to be strong. Like, have somebody hold you, put your arm behind your back, and see how much weaker you are. You lose a lot of strength. Um, so much of jujitsu is like almost, I'm not saying that weapon retention is not important cause we don't, you know, jujitsu doesn't dive into that a whole lot, but the fact that I, and I have these officers come in here too. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna tell off on them a little bit. I have these officers come in here and I, I love, I love working with law enforcement. Uh, and the few that I've gotten to work with has been amazing, but I have these officers that come in here and they roll around on the ground and I'm like, Oh my God, if I was as bad at you at fighting, I would devote my whole life to training because you're going to get killed. Like, you better yeah. thank God that you have a gun because, dude, you can't fight. And I'm not talking about small women that come in here because they, you know, I've got my opinion on that too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, small women that can't fight in law enforcement. Okay, you just want to kill people. Because here's the thing. If you're in law enforcement, you have a responsibility to be a physical badass because we're putting our lives in your hand. Yeah. We're putting our lives. It, the the What is considered uh, acceptable lethal force rises as your ability rises, the more badass, I, like for instance, right now, if Tyler, me and Tyler went outside and he tried to fight me and I shot Tyler dead, I'd have a lot to answer for because truthfully, physically, they're going to be like, you should have been able to like defend yourself. That. Like, I gotta go you got to go. What's wrong? We're an hour 20 in, but I got to go because I got to be somewhere at 620. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hey, always a pleasure. Yes, we are nice three experience. We are an hour and twenty in though. Right, so it's okay. So usually we run an hour, so I was like five o'clock. We always go past hour. What are you talking about? We ain't had an hour We've podcast. Been stopping it pretty after not the past six weeks or so. It's okay. Anyway, I mean, you know, you just if, if the podcast so isn't that important to you, it's fine. You can go. Yeah. All right. It's cool. not like school where you can't let me leave. I can go whenever the fuck you, I you get can. Ready. That's absolutely right. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a good indicator of how important it is to you. It's fine. Well, I mean, the fact that I. Did it during the whole Arkansas game? You can't eat my ass with a spoon. Well, hey boy. man, don't be don't be crude. Okay, if it's if it's not you know if it's not something you want to do, that's fine. And c- cut. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, that's that's fine. We can wrap it up here. Um, uh, I do, I feel like we need a we need a, something to wrap up what we were just talking about. Yeah. What were you we just talking about? Oh, police and getting their ass whooped. Yeah. Uh, here's all I'm gonna say, and I've, I support law enforcement. Here's the thing, though. Um, being in law enforcement and being unable to defend yourself physically, especially if you're a beat cop, is unacceptable. I think that you absolutely need to be learning, training, working out, being healthy. You look at firefighters because being healthy is a part of their job, and they incentivize it. 
Firefighters are always ripped. They're always in great shape. You see cops, they look like they're 300 pounds. Why is that? Make it a requirement that two hours of their shift is training or something, but but it is an absolute travesty when I see overweight, fat, can't get out of their car without losing their breath, law enforcement officers. Like, you're the only way that guy is going to – and then I another thing is I get told constantly by law enforcement, like, man, if you ever did something, I just have to shoot you. I just shoot you. It's like, stop telling me that. Like, I don't <laughs> – like, like, go, go become a be- better badass so you don't have Definitely to Definitely doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies, does it? Right. You know, well, I mean, I don't care. I get it because they're saying I'm a badass, and that's fine, and I get oh, that. Oh, when they say that to you. Yeah, they're saying it when to me. When they say it to me, I, it doesn't make me feel good. No, no, I just have to shoot you, man. I yeah. just have to shoot you. It's like you've never even seen cool. me in action. That's cool. I get that, but it's just like, like a little bit of confidence, I think, is a good thing, and confidence comes through doing it. A lot of officers, what it is is an ego thing. And I think that they can't face the fact that they know that they really can't fight, and it's better to not start training so that they can preserve their ego and and train. So anyway, I didn't need to get off on a, on a tangent there. And I, you know, I support law enforcement. I would love to have all the law enforcement in here, but I've just been around long enough that I can tell you that there will never be a day that more than probably four or five officers from Columbus PD, especially, are in here because they're just it's not going to happen. Anyway. Um, oh, I do support law enforcement though. Not trying to back trying in the to blue, hate. dog. Back in the blue. I do back the blue. Just hey. I think that I think that a lot of them need to step their game up a little bit. Appreciate you guys being on the podcast, man. Alan, big yeah. shout out to Alan for coming on today. Um, I, I, I hit him up. I, I had a lot of fun with you today, man. It was awesome. You're always a good guest, and also. For those of y'all that don't know, early in the podcast days, when I went on his podcast, he helped me a lot get our stuff started, and I, I was always able to bounce stuff off of him, and he answered a lot of questions for me. And so one of the reasons we are here today, that's why it was kind of cool to bring you on after Lil White. That's kind of like one of our biggest guests so far. Bring Alan back on, you know, show you some love. It. So anyway, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Check out the Porch Talk podcast. Absolutely. If you haven't already. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. It's uh, music, uh, music every uh, episode, and I'm, I'm constantly talking to musicians entrepreneurs and just people I consider to be uh, shaking the game up. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, yeah, you thank y'all, thank y'all for having me on. Oh, you got man, a cool, you a got a cool show, man. You got a cool show. I, I got into it. I didn't actually know about it until I was on, and then I went started actually started listening to it after I was on it. Yeah. And uh, that's how I got turned on to it. But I've you know I've been a listener ever since, and it's, it's, it's awesome. So he does a great job. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you all in the next episode of The Man, man up, up Podcast. Peace. Oh. Do what? Oh. Yeah. I enjoyed it.